This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, June 12th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? I'm alright, don't know about yourself. Doing okay, doing okay. Are you excited for the Major League Baseball draft that starts on Monday? I would be more excited if I knew who any of these people were. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a thing. Like I wish it were. I really do. I, I, I mean, I, I wish I had thoughts on you know Brendan McKay and Hunter Green and mm-hmm. you know some Shane of them are like Baz. interesting. Yeah. Even when they're interesting, and they are, you know, it's one you get spoiled by the Bryce Harper and the Steven Strasburg because oh, those sure. guys are n- not common. And two, even when they're around, you're like, yeah, I gotta wait some years before I see them, and nobody's a sure shot. And I don't know. We talk about this every year. Like, want to be into the major league draft? It's hard to be. Or I don't know. Prospect nerds definitely like all that, but it's just not nearly the same as it is for other sports. It just doesn't work that way. No, you know? sadly. That is going on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It, it's but... also weird that it's in season. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it's unique in sports. So they have an in-season draft. I don't. It's weird. It well, is. partly because they know it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, how often does somebody make the major leagues the same year they're drafted? Like once every five or ten years? Like real rare, and it's a college lefty reliever are usually the guys that are polished enough to do what they're going to do within a few months. Chris Sale went up real quick. I don't know if it was the same year. I think it was. Yeah, that's that's September. I think he was at the major league level. Yeah, they they didn't screw around with him. They're like, oh, yeah, you're better than everybody. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they even didn't expect him to be this good, you know, but that happened. Anyway, that is relatively irrelevant to us. Matt, do you have anything before we get into our picks for this week? Lots of Brewers prospects. Yeah, Brewers stuff going on for sure. They're bringing their guys up, you know. Brett Phillips came up, Lewis Brinson came up, Josh Hader came up. He was pitching out the bullpen. Did you see what Josh Hader did last night? He threw a scoreless inning, got out of a jam. I saw that. Got into a jam. Got <laughs> He got behind Paul Goldschmidt, and they were just like, you know what? Just give him first. Yeah, don't make a mistake to him right now. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he, he struck out uh, Jake Lamb looking, so. Yeah. Look, he's an, an interesting guy. I don't know if he gets a you know opportunity to start. I started thinking about it right now. He's in the bullpen. Yeah, but. the problem is he only has two pitches. Yeah, the interesting thing about the Brewers is they're in contention right now. So they're bringing these guys up, but they want them to help, and they want to use you know they're not just getting these guys time at least right now. Right. Yeah, you know, they're yeah, at least trying at least, to get help from them. So yeah, at least right now, yeah, they they do expect them to you know contribute, but um. yeah. Interesting guys. I almost wrote Brinson down this week. We might see if you want to mention him. He's a interesting. That, that outfield got real crowded all of a sudden. It also. was crowded. Honestly, it was crowded before. Now it's just getting worse. I, yeah. I think this means Ken Broxton's probably out of town soon. Yeah. He got dropped in a league I saw, and I got real excited. And then I was like, oh, I don't know about the playing time there. At no, all, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's okay to drop him. It's, and it's also okay to go him for DFS, I think. Yeah. So, and I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Ryan Braun coming back eventually. Probably not that long either. So He's got to play, right? Ryan Braun? Absolutely. It's yeah. just, yeah. Well, especially when they're in contention, he's going to be <sighs> fine. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the other thing I wanted to note before we get into our picks from this week, Matt, I tweeted at you, big old hat tip. Matt was right. You can do the told you so. Matt Andreese <laughs> pitched one inning, re-aggravated the injury that he had before and exited <laughs> 
What? You do not see that? That never yeah. happens. Of course I saw it, yes. <laughs> uh, he lasted in an inning, went out, and they were like, yep, same thing. Still hurt. <laughs> so I'm sorry if you listen to me. You clearly should have listened to Matt. It is a 100% told you so thing going on, and he nailed it. So he, he threw on Sunday, correct, or Saturday? It was Saturday, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I still like him as a pitcher, but not oh. ready. Not, not well, okay right now. If you listen to my Dan Straley pick, you, I was just as wrong, although for yeah, reasons. Yeah, it didn't go great. We had six picks this week weekend, and the only one that did okay was Jake Junis, and yep. he wasn't even lights out, but he was hey, fine. Hey, hey, don't. He got a win against the Padres. He got a win. Seven innings, three runs, six strikeouts. It's fine. You know, but compared to how the rest of our picks did this weekend, that, that was a good start. Yeah. That was a good start. All right, let's get started for Monday, the 12th, Matt. I only have three names written down. It's a thin day. There's only nine games going on and just not a lot of options for picking. Nine but times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wade Miley is kind of interesting. He goes to the White Sox. You're like, oh, yeah, I can pick on the White Sox. No. no they are the best team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. even. Yeah, I don't ask me to explain it. You know, Hawk, Hawk could probably explain it by giving one of his ridiculous qualifiers. You know, that they're I, I can't even think of the qualifier he would put on, but he would think of something. The point is, if you see Wade Miley and you're like, yeah, the White Sox stink, not the start for him. If you were going, like, I'm on the fence about Wade Miley already. If you were going to Petco or something, I'd be like, sure. But, yeah, like, okay. the White Sox can hit lefties. So cross him off. No Wade Miley. Do not recommend here. Hey, Dylan? Uh, yes. You know who else could hit lefties? Who's that? Yaz. Yaz? <laughs> it's a Hawk Harrelson joke. Oh, that is well over my head. Oh, he, he like, the few weeks he played with Carl Yastrzemski are, like, the like greatest in his career. And, and he, he just brings it up all the time. Constant. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I can see that. You, you, you know who else could get the job done there? Yaz. My pal Yaz. His yeah. best buddy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly how he what he wants you to think. Yes. So. In, yes. Is there a chance that Yaz totally hates him and is like, "Ugh." There's. <laughs> I you know I I've never heard Yaz's opinion on the uh, the, on the relationship. Kind of, so I, I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming so, but what do I know? So. It's possible, Matt. There are only a few other names. Like you don't want Jared Eikoff going to Boston, right? No, I'm ba- no. I'm picking against Jared Eikoff. In fact, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you like Mike Fultonevich going to Washington? I want to say no, but... I'm thinking about it. He's been okay. He's been, been confident, okay. yeah. And the Nationals are a little bit beat up. I mean, they're still relatively scary. I don't love it. So how about Adalberto Mejia is at home against the Mariners, who do not hit lefties? Are you thinking about Adalberto Mejia, who's been okay? He's a prospect. He has a 4-1-8 ERA. He's not that exciting, but the matchup against the Mariners makes me at least consider it. Are you at least considering it? I'm, yeah, I'm rolling him out there. That's your pick? Yes. Okay, I'm fine with that pick. It's it's an ugly day. It's not my pick, but I'm fine with that pick. The only other name I had, other than Fulton who I considered, I like Rockies left-hander Kyle Freeland going to Pittsburgh, even though we keep rolling the dice against Pittsburgh, and even though they, on paper, seem like they should be pretty beatable, you know, like Dan Straley going, I don't understand, but I want Kyle Freeland. He's 37% owned. He has a 3-3-4 ERA. He's not getting the strikeouts you want, but he's doing okay. I like him more Fulton 
But yeah, I'm going to take Freeland. Do you think I'm crazy taking Freeland? It's pretty below average against lefties. Dylan, I'm picking Adalberto Mejia. You think I'm going to criticize you? <laughs> you really think I'm going to criticize you for you? That's fair. Dylan, That's you, fair. You, you could pick, you could, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to think, you, you could pick my dog in a, in a start. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. you know what? Looks, just, you know, looks good on paper. In terms of cheap options, there's just not that much else going on on Monday. I think it's Fultonevich or Freeland or Mejia. No one Miley. You don't want Alex Meyer. You don't really want Joe Musgrove. Like, it's tough. It's a tough day. So, Matt, on the flip side, good news. All those guys you don't want can pick hitters. Who are you looking at on the hitter side? Okay. My C pick. Mm-hmm. Mets are facing the Cubs in City Field. They get John Lackey. Yes. John Lackey. Pick on John Lackey, huh? He's, he's been rough this year. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Cubs have been, but including him. Yes, especially him. He, he's been rough this year, especially against lefties. He's got an OPS against well over 800. And mm-hmm. The Mets are stocked with lefties up and down the lineup. I would mm-hmm. be fine with just about any of them, but the one that intrigues me the most is Neil Walker at 42%. All right. I'm totally fine with that. As a C pick, is a backup, you should yeah. get in there. Is yeah. a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's a good reliable guy that I'm fine with. Next up, uh, Baltimore gets, as, as we mentioned, Baltimore, Baltimore gets Chicago in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It means Mike Palfrey has to face Baltimore Orioles lefties. Yes. In particular, I like Seth Smith at 2% owned. Yeah, we keep rolling Seth Smith out there because he continues to be a real good option. Yeah, I'm totally is. fine with that. Yeah, and he, and he he plays a lot. So we keep playing him. The downside to Seth Smith is that he sits against lefties, which makes him hard to pick up in Roto or whatever. But if you're True. playing DFS or whatever, like yeah, absolutely. That's the guy you want. Yeah, you want especially when he has a, a righty's mediocre. You know, Pelfrey. No, to be fair, Pelfrey's numbers have been competent. I mean, the ERA isn't ridiculous, but I don't buy it at all. You know, the the splits. Favor, you know, he's he's much better against righties than he is lefties, but mm-hmm. it's not terrible, is it? But either way, I'm not buying it for a second. I think he's awful, yeah. and I want him yeah. out of. I cannot wait until the real until the real prospects show up, and and we can say goodbye to the Mike Pelfries and David Holmbergs and yeah. Brad Goldbergs of the world. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, totally fine with picking on him and the White Sox bullpen for sure. And next up, uh, we mentioned Jared Eikhoff. Mm-hmm. Jared Eikhoff is a competent option, but he really struggles against left hand against left handers in particular. Yes. Uh, Boston doesn't have a ton of lefties, but the one option they do have is Mitch Moreland. He's at sixteen percent. And I think yes. he's both of our A picks. He is both of our A picks. I'm sorry. <laughs> he absolutely is. I yeah. was kind of expecting it. So it's a thin day and we mention him as our B and C pick all the time, but this is where like if I'm gonna pick one day of the month where I am gonna spend my Mitch Marland, I'm gonna <laughs> do it here. Absolutely. And it's you know, it's, it's the twelfth already, so the month is practically half over, so you're only two weeks away from using Mitch Marland again. Yeah. And Eikhoff really does struggle with lefties. The Phillies bullpen's not great. It's gonna be in Boston. He's so cheap. He's 14% owned. Yes. You I have 16% owned. It depends on when you look it up. If you have it. I looked at, it up five minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. I, I did my sheet last night. So oh. I look now he's at 17%. Oh my so God. the more we wow. talk about it, the more we're driving our own price up on accident. You can clearly attribute the, that, that 1% bump to, yeah. to our podcast. Yes, in the f- in the future, people listen to this when it finally comes out on Monday. We're recording on Sunday. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It went back and and upped it. But yes, he, uh, I like Mitch Marlin there. That is my A pick. Spoiler alert. 
I looked back at some of those cheap, cheap Padres guys getting the Reds, and you laughed at me about making the worst pick ever. I had Alan Cordoba on Saturday, and he went 0 for 2 with a run scored. He took some walks, which is not, you know, helping you a whole lot, but he was not worthless. Didn't you take the other one as well? I also mentioned Franchi Cordero, who didn't do much either, and I'm going to put him here as my D pick. I'm still mentioning him. I'm not taking him, but he's getting Bronson Arroyo, and they don't cost anything in the Reds bullpen. I would think about it. All right. Above (laughs) that, are you into picking on Masahiro Tanaka? He's been real bad. Is he he still been rough, or is I thought it was... Every once in a while, he pitches like he remembers. He's Masahiro Tanaka. Like three starts ago, he had 13 strikeouts against Oakland. But two starts ago, he allowed seven runs and a home run to Baltimore. And then last time out, three home runs, five runs against Boston. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm in. And he's giving up homers. So I'm not picking a homer guy, but looking through the Angels lineup, it's real tough to find somebody who's both cheap and that you actually want any piece of at all. But... You know Escobar's back. He's 9% owned. He's going to bat near the top of the lineup. and this, I'm mo- I'm picking against Masahiro Tanaka for the most part there. That's a C pick. It's just an option. If, if there are other Angels guys, you like him into it. Uh, above that also, actually, who's been much better and a little bit more owned, my B pick after Moreland, Cameron Maben for the Angels has been better. And he's always shown potential, and then he gets hurt and underperforms and whatever. Yeah, but yeah. at 26%, that's my B pick, is I would take Cameron Maven, who's also batting near the top of the lineup. Uh, I'm just picking against Masahiro Tanaka, basically. And then, yeah, my A pick is Moreland. That's a big old green light from me. So, all right, on to Tuesday, Matt. There's actually some, like, more games here, but I did not have many pitching options. I don't know how you did on Tuesday. There's one I, I really like. I think we have the same pick. That's I'm all, all in say. on one guy. Uh, one okay. Mission. We know each other too well. I know I, I could write the rest of this. Jimmy Nelson. Jimmy Nelson's at fifty five percent owned. Good oh. for Jimmy Nelson. He's he's doing okay. He goes to the Cardinals. I'm totally fine with that. He's in a groove. I want to mention Zach Wheeler getting the Cubs, who's pitched okay, and again the Cubs are underperforming. I think in DFS or whatever you can consider Zach Wheeler. It's not a slam dunk, but it is certainly an option. Here's his earn runs allowed by start going backwards. One, two, three, two, one, one, one. So he's putting up mostly quality starts, and he's, you know, not being amazing, but three, four, five ERA, Zach Wheeler is a streaming option. And then, Matt, our boy Joe Ross, I convince you to be off the Joe Ross wagon. He's been real bad, struggles so bad with lefties. It didn't take much convincing, Dylan. <laughs> no, and then last time out, he got the Orioles. He went seven and a third, one run, 12 strikeouts, no walks, just dominated. And that's like, all right, so what's going on here? I realize the Orioles don't have a bunch of lefties other than our boy, Seth Smith, but so he gets the Braves now. Are you, I'm not sucked back in after one amazing start, are you? No. I'm pretty scared here. You can think about it in DFS where you're feeling to hoping to get lucky, sure, but there's a lot of downside there with Joe Ross. And then, honestly, I only had one other name, and it's probably the guy that we both picked, but Matt Tyler Chatwood going to Pittsburgh has a 2.53 ERA on the road this year, and especially lately, it's just been great away from course. It's been awesome. The Rockies are hot. I'm picking another Rocky in Pittsburgh. Are you also in on Tyler Chatwood? Yes, that's my pick. Yeah, it's he's it's he started kind of ugly this year on the road starts and or, and especially at home, but also on the road starts. But he's kind of smoothed that out. He's been great away from Coors, so I'm buying. 
I'm buying Tyler Chatwood. Uh, is there anybody else you're even interested in here at all that's lesser-owned? You don't want Gerald Cotton. You don't want Jose Arena. You don't want Alec Asher. Christian Bergman goes to the Twins. No, pass. No, no I don't think so. Uh... Clayton Richard, Ty Blotch. J.C. Ramirez gets the Yankees. I'm not picking anybody against the Yankees right now. No, not right now. Trevor Bauer gets the Dodgers. No. Pass. No. Ben Lively goes to Boston. No. Well, they... No. Jimmy Nelson, if you can afford him, I'm totally fine with it. And Zach Wheeler's okay, but I think Tyler Chatwood is the cheap pick here, for yeah, sure. I'd agree. If you want to spend on an ace, that's always a thing. We just don't tend to give that recommendation because we don't need to. Uh, okay, Matt, how about hitters for Tuesday? Here are you looking at at the plate? Okay, I've, I've... you're going to make fun of me for some of these. Good, great. I can't wait. I don't love mine either, to be honest. This is, this is like the, the Franchi Cordero of days. It's okay. Sorry, right. I already mentioned him on this podcast. It's a weird hitter day. Who, for sure. who, who, who's the other putts that you like? <laughs> Alan Cordoba. Alan, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is the digging in the Padres barrel. Yeah, it's it's the those guys of of, of days. Um, okay. All right. Starting my C pick. Ty Blotch. Ty Blotch gets the uh, the Royals in in Kansas in San Francisco. I should say. Uh huh. He's left-handed. He struggles against righties. There's one right-handed hitter that interests me in the entire Kansas City Royals lineup. Is it Jorge Bonifacio? No, Whit Merrifield. Ah, Whit Merrifield also. I'm into that. Yeah, I told you I'm a I'm a Whit Merrifield owner, and he's been hitting. He's owned by 33% of normal owners and 100% of people named Dylan Higgins. Yes, that's true. Look, I only picked him up because I lost my middle infielder, but yes. Who, who was your middle infielder that you lost? Devin Travis. I think, I think Whit Merrifield's a better player than Devin Travis. It might be now, yeah. It's certainly who I ended up with, yeah. He was the guy sitting there on the waiver wire, and I was like, all right, Whit Merrifield, you're now a starter. But he hits lefties, and he's been hitting. So, I mean, I feel like for Whit Merrifield, 33% is a lot in terms of where his stock started at the yeah, start of this year. I think so. 33% is excessive, but he, he intrigues me, so I wrote it down. Yeah, and it's against Ty Blotch. That's a good matchup. That's good for him. Okay, next up. My B pick at 0% owned is Patrick yes. Kivlahan, the right-hander, yes. getting Clayton Richard, the left-hander. I would make fun of your 0% on pick, but I wrote him down as my, my D pick. I wanted <gasps> to talk about him, too, because he gets in off their bench against lefties, and he's not owned. And I think the point here is just Clayton Richard's worth picking on. This is a pick yes. against Clayton Richard more than loving Patrick Kivlahan, but I think the Reds will hit. Honestly, I, I'd be looking at any Reds right-hander against Clayton Richard. That, you know, Zach Cozart, Eugenio Suarez. Those, you know, they're they're too owned for our purposes. I can't really toss them out there. But either way, next up, my A pick. Yes, the one that we actually are into. Yes, it's a Kyle Gibson day. It is. Handed, this kind of goes out the window here. Oh, that being said, I do want lefties against him. Mm-hmm. And the Mariners have a guy by the name of Ben Gamble at three percent owned. Yes. Who I he's he's gonna he's probably gonna play. Yeah, and he's, he's, probably, he's probably going to hit at the top of the lineup. Only thing you have to worry about is Mitch Haniger coming back, but I think Gamble's hit well enough that he's going to at least stay in the lineup. Might cost True. somebody else some time instead. Yeah, so. I, I could see Mitch Haniger getting back in there. Mitch Haniger, yeah. the, caddy, the caddy manager. He's been awesome, dude. He's great. I think <laughs> you might lose time to you might lose Gerard Dyson or something. I don't know, but uh, Ben Gamble's been awesome. I'm totally fine with that for sure. So yeah, Matt. We've been doing this podcast together way long because your list looks almost like my list. Uh, I, I had Whit Merrifield written down. I had Patrick Kivlihan written down at the top. I had Ben Gamble. And then I had 
more importantly, because I want the stolen base because that race is so tight, I put down Gerard Dyson as my A pick. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, this is our fourth season of doing this podcast, and Matt and I both see like Kyle Gibson, and we're like, yep, circle that. Yep. Go after that. 6.52 ERA, 1.82 whip. He's going to allow guys on base. He's been better lately. I don't care. I don't buy that at all. So I like Seattle guys. And if you want a stolen base like I do, Gerard Dyson, but I totally believe in Ben Gamble. You can go with Mitch Hanniger if he's back. If he's getting out of lineup, I like that too. So Mariners against Gibson for Tuesday. And then Matt on Wednesday, pitchers. Full day slate. I still only wrote down four names. I still didn't have that much. So it's kind of a tough week. I don't know. In in a weird spot. Uh, I, I will honorable mention the A's are bringing up a guy named Daniel Gossett, who's a prospect who's halfway interesting, and he's going to Miami. But that's not a rush out and grab him or trust him in his first start thing for me. So, uh, all right, is that who you're looking at? I. Daniel Gossett Jr., the Iron Eagle himself? Absolutely. Oh, man. Like, to be fair, the rest of this day is really bad. So I'm fine with that. But it's but you would agree he's not a guy that you're rushing out to get in your formats or anything. Right? I would add him, honestly. I mean, the minor league numbers are – that's what I look for in starting pitchers. I mean, yeah. in prospects, at least. I mean, yeah. he's like a real prospect. He's not – He is. He's not a top prospect, but he's a guy. He's a guy for sure. I think he's a bit better than guy yeah I'm, I'm interested in miami's a relatively soft landing spot but it's not my pick but i i will i'm definitely not going to criticize you for it matt how about german marquez going to pittsburgh Eh, whatever it's yeah it's not bad it's okay i don't like him as much as some of the other uh rocky starters but he, he's, he's not been... quite as intriguing as the as the iron eagle Daniel no, Goss Jr. He is not as intriguing as the Iron Eagle, I suppose, but he's been okay this year. I don't know. 3-2-4 ERA from home. I would think about it. Uh, how about your boy Brian Johnson going to Philadelphia? Don't want a lefty against Philadelphia, do you? Do not. I like Brian Johnson okay. I don't want him there. I like, like ACTC better. Yes, that's fair. Understandable. Uh, how about your boy's Sam Gavilio going to Minnesota? Are you staying away from picking against Minnesota, too? He had six innings, two runs, one unearned mm. uh, last time against Toronto. That went okay. You going to think about him in Minnesota? No. Yeah. He's he's at least interesting, but not where we're going to go. Mm -hmm. Last name I wrote down, I'm picking a 50%er. I'm picking a guy right on the line. So uh, Brandon McCarthy is 50% owned, and he gets Cleveland, which is not an easy matchup. Not a real great place for him but i like him the most at least out of the talented pitchers that are out there that i think can hopefully do okay and it's going to cleveland and he gets the dh and everything but he's been good so far this year 3280 ra and i think it might be one of the last chances we get to pick him so mm. yeah here's his earned runs and his starts going back two two zero one and then six and four it was ugly before that but right now he's putting it together okay so don't love the matchup but like the pitcher so i'm gonna trust brandon mccarthy and hope that he doesn't get pounded in cleveland but i'm fine with daniel gossett in miami's little bitties here are there any other starters on this list that you're thinking about at all no i'm picking daniel gossett <laughs> mike montgomery goes to new york it's the mets fine I, zach davies goes to st louis no thanks not really you know mm. i don't know there's not much here your boy ulysse chassin is at home which is the incredible split for him 
Did you think about that at all? When he, he went at home against Kansas City, when you thought about it, we talked about his home road splits. He went seven innings, two earned runs, six strikeouts. The home road splits are real. He's at home against the Reds. I think you can think about it, but I'm not going to do that. Do you think that's crazy? You know, my my head says Julius Jasheen, but my heart says Daniel Gossett Jr. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. I think, but somebody would not be crazy for spot starting Julius Jasheen there. Depends on the size of your league, honestly. I mean, yeah, twelve team, no twenty team, maybe. <laughs> okay, and then hitters <laughs> for Wednesday. Hopefully, we split up a little bit here. I had trouble again, Matt. Who are you thinking here for hitters on Wednesday? I did. I think I think we're gonna be different. Um, like we said, Brian Johnson. The left-hander, we want right-handers against him, and there's a bunch of those in in, in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, my pick is ca- catcher Cameron Rupp at yes. 8% owned. I'm totally fine with that. He mashes lefties, which is about all he's doing, but he does do that. Mm. Next up, Andrew Kashner gets the Astros. Yeah, yeah, he does. If, if you've seen what Kashner's been doing this year... We've talked about how he has more walks than strikeouts. Yes, but he somehow, does. And somehow kept his ERA respectable. Last yeah. time out, seven innings, one run. Before that, five runs. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. Okay, here's the game I keep playing. His strikeouts per start going backwards as I read this game log. Four <laughs> last time out. Okay. But before that, two, 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 two. Five. That's five starts in a row where he only struck out two guys. That's incredible. That's real hard to do and to have a 3170 ERA. He's truly not missing any bats. Anyway, you want to pick against this guy who's not going to whiff anybody. Yeah. Who are you I thinking? Mean, he doesn't really have a, have a platoon split for his career. I mean, a, a slight, slight, slight advantage towards lefties. Mm-hmm. That being said, I, I'm, I'm still taking Josh Reddick against him at 18%. Yeah. I'm sorry, we, we that's my C pick. That's not my A pick, but that's my C pick. Well, it's yeah. not my A pick either, Dylan. Yeah, so on the same page there, again, Josh Reddick is the underowned Astro. Could be used there for sure. <sighs> and last up, my A pick. It, Chad Cool gets the Rockies. Chad Cool is mm-hmm. really, really awful against lefties. OPS well over 800 against lefties this season. Mm-hmm. They had a guy that I was really interested in, Jordan Patterson. Turns out he got sent down two or three days ago. Yes. And he's at 0%. Gone. So yes. I'll toss Alexei Amarista out there against him at 1%. Oh, boy. All right. Alexei Amarista, if he gets in. Hopefully, he should get in. But he's against Chad Cool. How owned is Alexei Amarista? Zero? One percent, yeah. One percenter. Okay. I can see that. But yeah. I'd pick whoever. I like Tony Walters. He's left handed, but his home road splits as a Rocky are real. Gnarly. He loves sitting at cores and doesn't do much on the road. So, well, uh, if this were in Colorado, I'd be all about it. But yeah. Alexei Amarista has the opposite problem. He does really well on the road and poorly at cores. Yeah. Real weird, but right on. I'm fine with that it's, for sure. It's, wow. My C pick on this day I had Josh Reddick against Kashner. Still against that. The Rangers bullpen, something special. Go nuts. My yeah. B pick. This is my ugly pick. Oh, God. So. The Rays are going to Toronto to get Francisco Lariano. And the Rays don't hit lefties great. They have some good righties, but they're all hitting righties. Like, I dug real hard through this Rays lineup to find somebody who's not super owned, like Evan Longoria or something, and that I think will hit lefties. And I got a 0% owned guy who's been playing second base, one of those unnamed guys for the Rays. They have a guy named Daniel Robertson who... No, they don't. Yes, they do. It's a real person. It's supposedly this guy exists. But Daniel Robertson has been playing second for the Rays, and he's right-handed, and he hits the lefties is the point. Not demolishes them, but has been 
okay against them, and he should start. He plays for them. And this is, again, a pick against Francisco Liriano. We brought this up, what, two shows ago about how his splits have gotten absolutely bananas, that yeah. against righties, he's allowing a 9-1-1 OPS, and against lefties, he's holding them to a 5-34. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Daniel Robertson plays second base for the Rays. He's right-handed. I'm... I'm not again. Definitely don't run out and get him. But if you're in a DFS format and you need a bargain, like minimum price player at second base, there you go. I'm fine with that. Picking against Liriano, and then my A pick. I'm spending a little bit. <clears throat> Padres get a lefty and Amir Garrett in that bullpen. I want Sluggin Hunter Redenfro getting Amir Garrett. He's 33% owned. He can hit the ball real, real hard. And yeah, I'm gonna. That's spending for me is 33%. But you like that matchup, okay? Yeah, I think it's 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 okay for him. You picked him recently against a lefty. So I did. You did. So I figured that you would have to approve at least a little bit. And then on Thursday or last day of the week, we're looking at uh, another not quite full day, but there's ten games going on, and I had a number of options here. None of them I really love, but uh, actually there is one I really love. The the rest are okay. Oh, here, boy, Ariel Miranda. When I when I checked, let me check now. Actually, he uh, he is still at fifty percent owned. He is all the way up to the line, which is kind of amazing too. He's going to Minnesota. We've talked about how one they can hit lefties, and two he's much better at home. So, not the start for Ariel Miranda. I think you'd agree, oh, but yes, I would agree. Is, I want to tip my hat that he's up to fifty percent owned. That's cool. Erasmo the Eraser Ramirez goes to Detroit. Whatever, right? Pass. Next. Yeah, I like him when he has a good matchup. That's not a good enough matchup for me. Junior Guerra is going to St. Louis. He is 46% owned, and he's been just fine lately also. I get the feeling that he's going to go past our limit pretty soon. I like the start. Okay, do you like Junior Guerra going to St. Louis? It's okay. I don't don't love it, don't hate it. He's been just fine so far. It's only been, you know, 25 innings, but 2-4-5 ERA. I think that that ownership is going to keep climbing. So, definitely an option. Your boy Eric Skoglin gets the Angels. Do you like Eric Skoglin enough to take him against L.A.? No. Yeah, no, that's not good. He didn't do anything in San Diego this no, weekend either. I, but... I'm not a Skoglin guy. No thanks. Mm, I think the pick here, even though it's in core, is I'm taking another Rocky this week. Jeff Hoffman at home against the Giants. Are you trusting him even in cores? I am not, but you, you, uh, that's your pick, really? Yeah, the Giants are last in baseball against right-handed pitching. I'm not scared of the Giants much at all, and Jeff Hoffman has been awesome. It's only been five starts, but he has a 2-3-3 ERA, a 0-7-4 whip. He's 40% owned, and that's going to keep climbing. I'm in on Jeff Hoffman. He's also striking everybody out. No, I love this. I think it sucks as in Gores, but I, no, I'm, I like, trust the Rockies, and I also trust the Giants to be bad. So, yeah, we, apparently we don't agree, which is fine. I'm really surprised we didn't agree on this. Okay, so Matt, who are you looking at? Do you hate Jeff Hoffman or do you just hate that it's in course? I don't want to pick a guy in course. Okay, I I, I trust it against the Giants. Who okay. are you thinking? Jordan Montgomery against Oakland. That's fine. I don't like Jordan oh! Montgomery as much as you do. He's okay. Sarah's going to strike out per inning. He has an ERA of three and a half. He's been fine. And I also trust the Yankees to beat on people. But yeah, I'm fine with that pick. I don't know. He's not exciting to me. I, he's in the middle of proving me wrong because he's been so far so good. This but. is this is 
the opposite of a, of a Franchi Cordero or Alan Cordova. <laughs> This is actually good advice. Take take Jordan Montgomery in Oakland. I definitely don't dislike it. I'm not like, oh, you're crazy. I'm just not excited about I th- it. I think it's a slam dunk pick. I really do. I mean... Okay. Yeah, the A's are not scary at all. Okay. He's averaging about a strikeout per inning. We want we want mm-hmm. strikeouts in DFS, do we not? Yeah, yes, sure. You always Strikeouts always good. They're, the, uh, the Yankees will score runs from him, will they not? Yeah, the Yankees are on fire right now. Okay. He doesn't really have home home road splits or anything. He prefer, he seems to prefer pitching on the road. You know, he doesn't really have a platoon split as far as you know six four four OPS against lefties, six five two OPS against righties. Mm-hmm. You know, w- w- what's you know? I don't see anybody in Oakland that, that scares me away from this. I I I, I don't understand they're what not, you're... they're not scary. I I'm just not that in on Jordan Montgomery in general. I don't think he's much of a prospect or anything. I don't think you're crazy. I don't think that he's going to get shelled or anything. Whatever. I don't know. I, I think I mostly got blinded by how much I like Jeff Hoffman. <laughs> so I was just like, All right. I'm super in on Jeff Hoffman, but I don't think you were nuts here. Oakland's about average against lefties, just as a team. You know, they're they're right there in the middle-ish, but I am agree with I would not be that scared. So mm. I'm fine with it. I'll allow it. It's not my pick, but if you want to listen to Matt. Hey, and this is another point where you can go look at the spreadsheet, and here's a reminder, like, in every <laughs> Fangrass post. Matt is has the upper hand here in terms of my ERA is under five, but yeah, we're, uh, he is beating me in the pitching side of this contest. And yeah, you can always check out the spreadsheet yourself and the old <laughs> spreadsheets. If you just go check out the blog posts on fan graphs. So yeah, I'm fine with that. I just, I, I'm, I, I think my, <laughs> I'm picking the guy in Coors field. Apparently. I, I think you're like a legitimate crazy person right now. I'm not even kidding. So because I don't like Montgomery or cause yeah. I like Jeff Hoffman. Both. Oh, I totally it's, believe it's, in Jeff it's, Hoffman. It's the, the two that are combined that make me think you're a crazy person. That's fine. I believe in Jeff Hoffman. All right, so batters. I assume you did not pick against Jeff Hoffman in cores, but who are you no, looking at at the I, point? I kind of wish I had, but I, I will not. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. I wouldn't do it. Oh, okay. Anyways, the White Sox continue their series against the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. This case, this time with with team accountant David Holmberg rumbling to the bump. Yes, yes, he is. Again, you can kind of throw handedness out with. He's not very good. Mm-hmm. That being said, he's left handed. I would prefer a righty. At one percent, I'll toss Caleb Joseph out there. Uh, okay, I can see that. Just getting a right handed bat in there against David Holmberg. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all. It's a cheap catcher, and we love our we love our cheap catchers. And the White Sox bullpen, short of David Robertson, isn't anything exciting. I mean, I, Tommy oh. Canley is okay, I mean, among others, but I'm not really, you know... Yep, if Caleb Joseph gets a start there against a lefty, and he often does, I think that's fine. I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. Especially, uh, Wellington Castillo is still in the DL, correct? I believe he I don't know off the top of my head. He has to but... be, yeah. Unless ESPN failed to update their rosters again, which is a fair distinct possibility. Possible, yes. Yeah, next up, B-Pick. I lied earlier. There's, in fact, another righty, uh, Royals right-hander that inter- interests me. Okay. Is it Jorge Bonifacio? Yes, it is. And he gets Ricky in Alaska. Again, in Alaska, you throw him yeah. out the window. He's just awful against everybody. So Yeah. And Bonifacio hits righties. Merrifeld hits lefty. So, yes. Yes, yes. 5% owned. I, Jorge Bonifacio is my, my B pick. Against Alaska, I'm totally fine with that. I like Jorge Bonifacio. And lastly, my A pick. Uh, mm-hmm. The Anaheim Angels get Eric Skogland, aforementioned. Uh-oh. Are you a few days after picking him as your pitcher, picking against him? Yes. Yeah, I'm so disgusted by his <laughs> performance in, in San Diego that I've got to pick against him. Especially, hey, okay. the Angel, Angels offense is better than you think it is. Yeah, maybe. It's just hard to pick anybody from it. True. I don't know. 
Well, it's really tough for our contest. There, there is one guy I'd like to pick, and that's CJ Cron at 10% owned. Okay, he was in the minors for a bit, but I believe glad to see him back. He can he can hit for sure. I also like Cabern Maven there too, but I'm fine. I don't know. You're picking against Eric Scoglin. It should be fine for sure. So. Yeah, if if CJ Cron gets in there, he's what? He's got to be real lowly owned. It's 10 percent. Of... 10 percent. Yeah, I'm fine with that for sure. Uh, he can hit. My pick, I am picking against Jordan Zimmerman because he's real bad. And the Tigers bullpen, just as the sun will come up tomorrow, continues to not be good. So I want a Ray that can hit righties, which is much easier to find. And at 2% owned, given power in that lineup, Colby Rasmus is going to either go 0 for 4 or run into 1 and get you a dinger. And so I think that's an option there. Colby Rasmus or there's some other Rays you can like against Jordan Zimmerman. You know who's been remarkably bad, Matt, is Chris Tillman. I don't know what happened, but the wheels have come off there. Nine earned runs in one and a third against the Yankees last time, because the Orioles just spent a series getting pounded in New York. His ERA's over eight. Like, quietly, somehow, we missed Chris Tillman running his ERA to 801. So something's not right there. And a bunch of the relievers on the DL. I'm going to pick against Chris Tillman with a White Sox. And... Who do I love from this White Sox lineup that made you laugh before, but is still kind of hitting? Lurie Garcia is 8% owned, and that's an okay spot in that lineup, and I'm mostly picking against Chris Tillman in his 801 ERA. But pick a White Sox you like, I'm going with 8% Lurie Garcia, because a little bit of pop, somehow, and certainly a little bit of speed, so I'm doing that. And then, Matt... For my A pick, I'm going with a DeWaskin special. I'm taking Robbie Grossman at 3% owned. Oh, it's too low for Robbie Grossman. He's in Robbie against... He, he hit cleanup on Sunday. He can do it. Yeah, and he gets a lefty. And again, we like Errol Miranda on the road. Or, sorry, at home, not on the road. Like, picking against him when he's on the road, which is what I'm doing right now with Robbie Grossman. 3%. He can bat higher up there. Yeah, he often bats second, which is also nice. You know, they're using him, and he whoops on lefties. 3% owns too low, so I want my Robbie Grossman for the month of June. I'm totally fine with him getting a lefty there. So those are my picks for Monday through Thursday, and your picks. That is our rundown of the week. Matt, do you have anything before we get rolling here for Monday? And the MLB draft. I have nothing on the draft. Yes. Honestly, you, you're better, probably better off asking your neighbor what he thinks about the MLB draft than you are me. Um, <laughs> I, I know a few of the names. I, I know that I think I would like the White Sox to draft Jaron Kendall. Yeah, sure. Other than that, I really I, I don't know much about it. I, I haven't seen any of these guys play. For all I know, they could you know not even exist. Yes. In fact, that'd be a fantastic prank for somebody to pull on, on these on these scouts. You know, make up the a fake play. draft pro- the prospect. Yeah, they they did that like in the '60s, didn't they? It was a Sports Illustrated thing, right? Yeah, with the with the guy who could supposedly throw 120 miles per hour. They made it so hyperbolic that you were supposed to get that it was a joke, and people did. Yeah, but scouts were calling about this guy. Yeah, I remember that. I forget his <sighs> name, but that was a thing for sure. Sid Finch. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a lot harder to do today. I don't yeah, know. Uh, fictional baseball player, the subject of the various April Fool's Day hoax article, The Curious Case of Sid Finch, written by George Plimpton. Yeah. And published what a good idea. April, April 1st, 1985. Sorry, not the 60s, but it was a long time ago. But you couldn't have Googled it then, is the point. Nowadays, True. everybody's got to come from a school that actually exists, you would think. I don't know. <laughs> the yeah. story was, Finch was raised in an English orphanage to learn yoga in Tibet and could throw a fastball as fast as 168 miles per hour. 
<laughs> right. It's where you write your uh, your farce, you know, your parody crazy enough, but it blurs the lines for some mm. people. You know, like, like one of my favorite blogs is, uh, I haven't seen it in a while, hopefully it's still there, called Literally Unbelievable, and it's like Facebook reactions to The Onion articles by people that don't realize it's The Onion. Mm. And so they're just like, oh, how could they do this? They're like, oh, that's outrageous. And it's like, yeah, it's The Onion. It's not... It's very clearly not true. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but yeah, that's a thing. Anyway, Matt, you got anything else before we actually get on for our um, week? I, I got Sling TV. Oh, yeah, you were telling me you really liked it. How's I your do. Sling TV going? Uh, so far, so good. I like it a lot, actually. Um, What are you using it for specifically? Sports, mainly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is it for watching things in market, out of market? Both. Yeah, I can see that. I, I remember it being a product like seven years ago and i know what it did then but i figure it might have changed by now exactly what it does it's like it's like a la carte cable that you stream Mm -hmm. yeah before it was a thing that would let you like watch your home tv on your phone correct or like from another place correct you know so i'm not not surprised that they kind of changed exactly what it does in the last whatever it's it's essentially a a la carte cable that you can stream uh it has all the on-demand services like that, like regular cable has, but you you have a bit more control over which channels you get and which you don't. So, for yeah. example, you know, if you want 87 ESPN channels, you can get 87 ESPN channels, but you don't have to. Hmm. That's pretty nice. That's hopefully the future of how that stuff's going to go. So. so we're using we're on like a basic package now. I'm probably going to expand it uh, come September for college football because that's become like my new jam, and I'm not I'm not, not, not like remotely embarrassed about it. That's funny. You shouldn't be. That's fine. People tend to like that stuff. I can't follow it at all. I just I I, I find it to be a, a bit more satisfying than like professional, just because you know nine times. Oh, so many people are getting so tired of NFL I'm, for sure. There is there is zero fun to be had in the NFL, and it's just it's so faceless and so boring that. Yeah. And and on the college you get you, college level you get a bit more personality, you get a bit more of the the home crowd experience, mm-hmm. and the games are a lot more unpredictable. So yeah, absolutely. I can see that. So Matt's review of the Sling TV is thumbs up, huh? So far, so good. Yeah, um, I, we've had a few issues as far as you know, you know, the, you know, the streams being interrupted. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, I kind of doubt it's on my end. But either way, well, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's been really stable for live broadcast. Not so much for streaming, which is odd to me. But whatever. So. Oh, weird. Well, Matt is on Twitter at matt d underscore dfs. If you want to talk about college football or your Sling TV. He is now into that. That is his new hobby. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We can talk the draft, even though I don't have a lot of insight or input, at least, into that. At least a little bit. But, yeah, that'll do it for us for the week. We will be back on Friday, as always. Until then, good luck with your picks, and we'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.